0: 1 800 next step. That's 1 800 639 8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y. Or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine.
1: Welcome to another fun filled episode of Black Opinions Matter. Motherfucker. My name's Amin L. Hassan. I'm joined as always by Big Jerv, Black Trey, Big Waz, and Rob Lopez is producing for us as always. If you are not a Patreon, what are you doing? Patreon.com slash Count the Dings. Join, subscribe, be a Patreon. Unlock all the exclusives like the Bomb Overflows and the special edition cinephobe episodes that Zach May, Zach Harper, Anthony Mays, and I do. Uh, last month, it was Valentine's Day. This month, I'll tell you right now, we're doing something for... St. Patrick's Day. So keep an eye out for that. But only if you're a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Count the Things. Also, download the Stereo app. Join us for our live shows on the Stereo app. We're getting one to you pretty much almost three to four times a week. This week, Black Trey will be hosting the live show. You can join up on Stereo. Follow me at Darth Amin. Follow at Black Trey. Follow all of us. And then submit your questions via voice note, and the guys will answer it live on air for you that's tonight tuesday on the stereo app catch black trey and whoever else is going to be joining him i don't know it might be one of you it's going to be a special guest make sure you get that tonight if you follow black trey he'll be tweeting about it during the day as well We've got a big show for you guys today we're going to go over papa john's racist ass we're going to talk about the racist ass commentator who called a bunch of high school kids a bunch of niggers. That's right. Hard R in the first couple of minutes of the show. Uh, But first, we're going to talk about the Grammys and also some fun times at a bar I love in LA. It's called The Dime. Let's get started with
2: the show. Don't miss my next live show, Growing Up the Same on the Stereo app at 9 p.m. tonight. Yes, that's right. You can find me on stereo.com forward slash Trayvon. We're going to be talking, taking some questions, talking about some great stuff. Check it out stereo.com forward slash trayvon that's right 9 p.m eastern
1: so let's start with the let's start with the nas Grammy yeah. Um, does this shit matter? We care about Grammy. I like. I, I lose track every year. Do we care about the Grammys? Do we not care about the Grammys? Obviously, everybody,
2: everybody cared yesterday. It's, Honestly, it was probably one of the best experiences in a long time. It felt like a lot of
3: people cared, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's. We can get into it. Let's get into it.
1: Let's talk about it. Yeah. We don't do it. We don't do intros live anymore. I do the intros afterwards. So start talking.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so nah, I mean, it, it, you know, all the things that you just mentioned about, like, do we care? Do we not care? I I was like, yeah, I need to think about this because, you know, you, when you see your timeline, and you see the same Beyonce memes and Meg The Stallion memes and it's like, oh, Beyonce set a world record for Grammys for women and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And I see people celebrating it because their feelings were validated, right? Like, it's like, well, they got it right this time. So I'm gonna make this a big deal, the Grammys, blah, 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 blah. And then inevitably next year, they're gonna give Kendrick Lamar's Grammy to Macklemore. And we're gonna be right back at square one. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't understand why we do, why we have to pretend that it matters. It it does matter in the sense that, um, if somebody like Meg The Stallion, like her streams are gonna go up this week, you know, like she's gonna like you. You get material benefits as an artist. Sure, having won won the Grammy, so it does matter in that sense. But like, should we be w- validating? Yes, should we care is my
2: question. As in, we, as in, as in, we is the black people. Yeah. Yes, right,
3: and, and, and people who are a fan of what, what we t- term black music. You know what I'm saying? Like, what makes the Grammys the authority on you know the um how good Freddie Gibbs album was, right? Which I happen to love. I actually been bumping it for the last three weeks, just revisiting it. Um, but like, is it up to the Grammys to validate Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist album? Like. I,
2: that seems ridiculous. No, but it's still, it's still it's still something that you kind of aim your career to like touch. You know what I'm saying? Whether you wow. care about it or not, if you get one, it's like, hell yeah. But if not, it's like, well, fuck them. You know what I mean? You're in between, it's a middle ground. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So, like with Freddie Gibbs, it's kind of like, nigga, they shouldn't have let me in the door anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. The same <laughs> thing with nipping them. It was like certain artists, you're kind of like, well at least I got a nom that's my brag for the rest of my life like nigga grammy nominated such and such when you intro me you know what I'm saying and in this situation with Nas not it's kind of surprising honestly when you think about damn he's been in the game since 94 and yep. then you say he just now got his first and then it's also like again how mean feels and says well we didn't never need their you know we never needed their approval in general but it's also dope to just say it's like winning your first ring and it's like ah that nigga was nice but he finally got his first ring hell yeah i'm happy for him
1: uh you know what trey i don't even i don't even think like it's like winning a ring you know what it's like it's like winning a, a basketball world cup gold right dang i'm sure what? this shit because because here's, here's why i'm gonna tell you why
2: I think well, called it the
1: World Cup. That's crazy. For <laughs> other, for other, hey, oh, listen to me, listen, you take this up. For other countries, right? Like if you play for Slovenia or Spain or Turkey, that's a big fucking deal, man. Yeah. This is accumulation of my life thing. And this is going to be one of the things I cherish. And it sets me apart and all that. But for American players, it's like, all right, nigga, like, okay, put that shit with the rest or whatever. Right. <laughs> right. Similarly. <laughs> I would say for other artists from other genres, pop, R&B, gospel, absolutely it's a big deal.
2: They have way more of a shot.
1: Absolutely it's a big deal that Beyonce has the most amount of Grammys, that Michael Jackson won a million grand, like that means something. But for hip hop, these motherfuckers out here aren't going to judge us, like who the fuck are they? (laughs) And so like, okay, they gave it to Nas, that's cool, I like Nas' album. Was it the best album? I, I don't know. I, I haven't don't heard think them all. So. I don't think, I it think was. either,
2: I think either or somebody would have complained, right? But, but
1: but my point is this I know Nas ain't like, oh my god, my first is like nah, nigga, fuck. We've been fuck. on fuck the Grammys since since he said like I, I saw I think Wayno uh uh, Shout out uh uh interviewed him and he and he was talking about the first time he got nominated and he didn't win. He said, Yeah, that shit hurt my feelings. Because it's like, wait a second! Like, what do you mean my shit wasn't the best? And by the way, this is a dude whose debut album, people to this day say is the greatest rap album of all time. So right. clearly, it's not just like a guy who's, you know, egotistical or doesn't know how this shit works. Like, motherfucker right. made history, made made a, an all time caliber project. At this point, it's like, I don't care, man. Like, like because you realize he's the mellow people, at this point, bro. But it's it's the reality is the people who are making the judgment. The, the voters these are people who
3: are not they're not aficionados of this music form right and and you know and we gotta say that over the past few years. Um, They've definitely made a concerted effort to diversify the the Grammy board. And, you know, the only way that you even able to get like Freddie Gibbs, even though that album came out, I think he he dropped that album on Warner. So it was a major album. It wasn't like an indie release. But like Freddie Gibbs is not the type of artist who typically gets noticed by the Grammys. Right. So they've changed the process up over the years, but you know, what it reminds me of, honestly, um, and I've definitely evolved on these things, especially as somebody who, you know, grew up a big hole fan. Like it used to be this thing where, you know, you would celebrate the, 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 um, selling the um, rock aware for 200 mil to, to the Russians, you know, um, mm-hmm. even though you kind of snake Dame out of like a lot of money on, on that deal or, <laughs> You know, like it was, we celebrated the the freaking the Ace of Spade deal. We celebrated, we celebrated all of these wins or whatever. But like the Grammys now, you know, the other day Hove sold title or majority stake in it for three hundred million dollars. And like, I noticed people were smart enough now to be like, do we like do we really need to be celebrating Jay Z getting three hundred million more dollars? Like, who does that really? Who cares at this point? He's already extremely filthy. In his own words, he's already home. Like, why would we be doing that? And that's kind of how I feel about the Grammys. It's like one of those things that I used to think I should root for people to get and be happy for them when it happens. And now I'm just like, who gives a shit, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Um, I still care.
2: Um, you Yo, you care. I still care. Yeah, honestly, I do. Cause when what i see up? i'm sorry because when i look at it as nominations and i look at it as people that's just when they first shit or just even just get a seat at the table i still think that like regardless of how we overall view it or how fucking cool they try to sound and say they don't care they fucking care you know what i'm saying so like blue ivy getting one at nine right whether she had a you know a couple lines or whatever i see your face <laughs> it's still like great excellent but then you get you get you get the artists like make the stallion cool excellent you know what i'm saying then you get fucking kanye who just pissed on a grammy last year and then still end up winning one for gospel so it's just like you can't win and you you know like it's a lose-lose for the grammys you know what i'm saying from from the from the um boycott with will smith and them and all the other people from back in the day they never really had us but we still watch it every fucking year you know what i mean not us but in general watch it every year well, and I mean, it felt like
1: people watched it.
2: This no, year. people were fucking with it because honestly yeah. the virtual experience made it much better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people had a little bit more ground to like do what they needed to do. Like certain artists had budget to like really go, like go hard and, and kill their performance, which is like, sometimes you're like, damn, like, okay, look at little baby. Why the hell does he have a budget? But he do. Yeah. And he was, and he bodied his performance. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, FCC, I'll holler at y'all on Monday, whatever. But, it was entertainment for people. So again, the same way how we watch the um, the Oscars and we find out like, damn that movie won and then you go back and peep it. Now it's the same thing with rap. It's like, okay, right. y'all niggas say that's the hip hop album. Let me go peep. Or that's why this, this, this. And it opens your eyes and broaden and welcome a new audience. So that's why I still think it's, be, it's still good for artists oh. that's trying to make Ooh. that bigger leap
1: i would say yeah it de- it definitely matters yes uh, you're right like i, I don't want to let me rephrase like because there's a financial Waz brought it up there's a financial benefit you get from being grammy award-winning there's a financial benefit from being grammy nominated but being grammy award-winning means a whole bunch of white people have never heard of you're going Give this a try. Let me give this a spin. Oh, this one won a Grammy, honey. Come here. Listen to this, oh. Right. In a way that if you're not, you could have like Nas's first album be one of the greatest albums of all time, and you know maybe there was a whole demographic that just it just flew under the radar, right? So, I, I look. I understand for an artist how lucrative it can be financially, but I meant more as like a validation for them and then when you expand it more just to us we just bystanders i don't think any of us should care honestly like that shit i mean i i I care that my favorite artists are popular enough to keep making music the way they want to make it um and not have to like feel they got to sell out or do all type of different shit just to be heard so i care i guess to that level but do i care like if like when Jay Z didn't win Grammys, but did I care back then? No. When he did win and he didn't show up, I thought that was kind of cool that he boycotted the Grammys even though he was winning them. Thought that was cool too. But at the end of the day, like that really doesn't change my experience that much because that's the I funny like thing about
2: the Carters, bro. They pull up. They'll boycott the shit out of that shit. But if they win and they gonna pull up. <laughs> Hey, well, they gonna don't up. boycott that shit. Hey, they, pulled, they pull the area. fuck up, bruh. That shit be funny. Niggas be like, nah, we ain't going today. And they be like, yeah, stick it to the man. And then say, what <laughs> the best rap album, Jay Z? And you see that nigga just come out of nowhere, like, hi,
1: guys. <laughs> I was in the neighborhood.
4: Were y'all bro. that shocked that Nas didn't win? Like, are y'all that? Because that that I mean, I saw, it. no, no, that he, I'm talking about that he's never won before. Like, I, I saw oh, a lot no, of people reacting like, damn, this is crazy.
2: It's like Mike Conley, bro. He Mike no, Conley man, in this situation because no. it was a lot of... Nah, he,
4: nah.
1: Don't <laughs> don't do don't Mike Conley, <laughs> here, bro. <laughs> bro. You better stop. I get what you're trying to say,
2: but yeah, nah,
4: nah,
1: he nah, can't nah, be nah, Mike nah, Conley, I, talk, get, what know. He's, I no. get what he's trying to do. He's not trying to say nothing. No, no, no. no. But the thing <laughs> is... No, no, no,
2: no. I'm not comparing the talent. I'm saying it's like, all right, nigga, you should have been on. Right. That's what I'm saying by Mike Conley. I'm not saying that he is fucking he's the Mike Conley level type of player. Nah,
3: so... The thing about Tupac is Kevin on Martin Sunday is that that used <laughs> All right, to fuck Tupac you. okay is Kevin Martin. This guy's so stupid. <laughs> that that the thing, he's stupid. That that um the the Nas winning on Sunday kind of gets rid of a meme though because that was a meme. Like how important could the Grammys be if Nas have never won one? Like I've heard people say that on multiple occasions. Like as a very easy way to dismiss the Grammys outhand. Like you never gave one to Nas. Like. That doesn't even that doesn't even make any sense, sense, you know. So you know, again, like it was nice to see Meg and them do their thing, and you know, I'm gonna continue to just feel like we should be validating our own institutions, right? Like everybody should have been showing up to the Soul Train Awards and the Vibe Awards and the Source Awards when they existed, you know, or even BDT the Awards. NAACP Image People Awards. show up to the BT Awards. BT BT. You know what? I'll give it. I'll give it's become. That it's become it a marquee. it has become event, something yeah. that matters 100% and that's because the artist definitely got behind it and made it like no I'm showing up to BET I'm showing and up nobody to nobody watches both. BET that's a funny thing like right. Right? nobody watches <laughs> BET <laughs> right. but the BET awards
1: have power yep. like they were still running music videos on BET which they, they obviously don't anymore
3: yeah they just run baby boy um and so <laughs> and um and so you know it's dope that artists have taken it upon themselves to validate you know, the BET awards, but I don't think people sort of view the BET as some prestigious award. It's like, they know it's an event everybody has to be at, mm. you know? Um, I don't know that people will start writing rhymes and like when they talk about their their Maybacks and their, you know, their palatial estate that they're going to be like, and I got three BET awards. I don't think, I don't think homies is doing quite that yet. But, you know, it'd be nice for us to, you know, build something up maybe from the ground up that we consider to be, all right, this is going to be the most prestigious, most serious thing that we do in the culture. It'd be nice to see that happen. The bomb awards. <laughs> Coming this summer.
2: Pulling, the most prestigious up? black award. That would be sick though, to have a virtual bomb award. Oh so, man, show. we
1: should have. We should, we should invite people. Hosted, hosted Let's brainstorm
2: by, some stuff. Hosted yo. by Waz and Amin. Yo Jerk, oh. you just dropped a sick ass shimmy on the timeline, by the way. Sick <laughs> ass, sick ass caper shimmy, bro. I cry oh, if Lord. I see you grabbing your knees and shimmying, bro. Oh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> Jerk yo,
4: just dropped dropping. Ne- my- never, never in your life, never, in your life. <laughs> <laughs> never have, never will. It, hey, wow. it would, it would be
2: exactly what your top, the top line of your shirt say, drawling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's nuts. That's yo, insane. Sick, of yo. Mode uh speaking of which uh let me let me uh go into a mode that i don't typically go into because while we on the oh man i just saw i just saw the shimmy
2: (laughs) so that's a a mad horny shimmy bro yeah man (laughs) that shit horny as hell man to get that Uh, low what
3: kind of hit there geez trey there's nothing hornier than black greek fraternities bro Come on, man. Hey, the I, niggas with the I can't, I can't hey, the take niggas, that from a man with hey, a mustache. Hey, <laughs> the niggas I can't with
2: the no, no, no. Shout out to the noobs though, but the niggas with the gold boots, bro. Them niggas is. Wow, <laughs> nah, that's too wild, bro. I went to school. They shirts with, always come off of what, parties what, and shit. What for and you get a ton that? of sweat. Uh, Omega. Yeah, okay, yeah, I went to school good. with them niggas, bro. Them niggas, I see the gold boot nigga outside the street. crib. bro. I already knew it.
1: Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, a Q, Q, Q will wear their
4: gold boots in a 100% corporate environment on, on their
1: founders' day. Like, fuck, well, hey, this is what I do. Like, you just Derv, have to live Derv. With, it. with no shirt on. It, what a, t- <laughs> a, jacket. a jacket! Just a jacket, and a big chest, oh, smelling like pure unadulterated funk. We we kid the cues.
4: <laughs> we, we we got love for the. Nah, key. they could nah, they could take nah, this smoke. The they, bro, the, the, the noobs get this all the time. They yeah, could take they this get, smoke. Yeah, it's all sorry, good, bro.
1: Sorry, sorry, waz. I'm equal opportunity hating on all these. <laughs> them the alphas. What's what's the one uh jerk that nobody joins? Like you do it because it's two brothers in the whole chapter. What's that one called? Nah,
3: people mess with the iota. sigmas. People with sigmas. Iota. Nah,
1: not sigma. Iota. iota. You <laughs> mm. How you gonna be how you gonna mm. name yourself after a word that means small? Not one iota. Oh, like man. Oh, <laughs> the, man. look, in the, that's gotta be the worst, man. Like, <laughs> you're you gonna do this, shit. you might as well do it. Strength in numbers, you can't be out here because you were where who where y'all chapter at just me and that dude right there. It's like
3: that's your daddy, oh, You're like, man. yeah, man, it's it's generational. I'm a legacy. Oh man, so, salute, salute to the divine nine, Jerv. Salute to y'all. It's nine hey, Amen. <laughs> he said his nine Come on man, man. this
1: wow. guy <clears throat> so this but anyways, guy, I do want I do want to pivot this while we we're on the Grammy conversation I saw a clip early this morning of Tiffany haddish finding out that she won a Grammy while she was taping um for kids say the darndest things and uh, obviously the grammys is a lot bigger than what we see on tv there's a bunch of grammys that they never show because nobody cares one of them is comedy album and so you know tiffany's like been nominated a couple of times and she's like whatever and like no you won and she's like for real and she starts crying and the kids are there on the set and everything and she cries for like a second and then like composes herself and says a black woman hasn't won this award since 86 since whoopi goldberg and the little girl said, I knew that for my Black History Month thing. And in my mind, I wanna say, no, you stop fucking lying to, to <laughs> stop
0: no fucking What Black History Month did you
1: Who won the last comedy <laughs> album as a black woman? And, and, and if it exists, I need to have a conversation with whoever made that like fact sheet because like so much black history, this is what y'all giving the babies, man. So either you got the worst teacher ever, you fucking lying. Either way, I don't like a kiss up, <laughs> right? But anyways. <laughs> You know, so Tiffany Haddish talks about, she starts saying, you go through questions where you say, am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Is this good enough? What I'm doing? Am I strong enough to go through this? And you know what you just you don't know the answers to that you just all you can know is that you do your best you put your best foot forward, you give it your all and you hope it all works out. And Y'all know me. I'm the most cynical asshole on the fucking internet. All those goddamn memes <laughs> where people <laughs> share and say, I felt that. When when so-and-so, when uh when uh, Rico said, niggas die every, every day, B, <laughs> I felt that. Like, I think it's just <laughs> the fakest, corniest shit. And people share this shit all the time. It's a lot more prevalent on Instagram than it is on Twitter. But it's all over. And- I'm just like, y'all really inspired? Did you really find that inspirational? I mean, it just seems like fucking words to me. Um, But I saw that shit and I was like, fuck, man. Like, because I was thinking about kind of, I think about all the time. The questions that she asked herself, the questions I asked myself, especially now that I, I, you know, I left ESPN and everything. Um, And, you know, we do this podcast and we try to do the best job that we can. We try to be entertaining and informative and get good guests and all that. But at some point, he's like, "Man, it's eight billion podcasts. Like, what are we doing? Anything right? Are we doing anything wrong? Like, what? What is it? What's the separator? Will Will this ever turn into something bigger? Right? Will this ever get the kind of mainstream attraction some of the bigger podcasts get? I'm not saying I'm being like Joe Rogan. I'm just saying like, there's a lot of podcasts out there that do really well, and like objectively, I I look at it, I'm like, I don't see the big difference maybe there's something that's a blind spot or maybe i'm not doing something right and watching that video man i won't lie it was like wow that i felt that man now i finally felt that emotion that makes people say i felt that and so shout out to tiffany haddish also i met her at all-star weekend last last year i was a zombie i was so drunk and i just kept thanking her and telling her my my hope and my mama loves your work and that and she was so nice like in retrospect I'm like she should have been like this drunk nigga security cuz this was literally on the floor of the all-star game after the game had just ended you know like wow. we, yeah like I just wandered onto the floor and there's players doing interviews here and there and I saw Michael B Jordan and he said what's up I said what's up and I saw Tiffany Haddish and I was like, Tiffany and I just started like just fanboying it out and in retrospect,
3: like I said, it was fucking, what were you doing? Have, have I ever told y'all my Tiffany Haddish story? No. So I'm at the Dime. Shouts to the Dime. I'll know Not the pandemic the is over after we have our first Dime night. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm at the Dime. Uh. You know, the Dime is really small spot. It's only has Jerv, two l- 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 Let's explain the Dime,
1: because, Jerv, I don't think you know so, a lot so of listeners. So the Dime is
3: like, the only spot in that part of town, Fairfax, um, like uh, West Hollywood, the like sort of snooty, posh part of town mm-hmm. that will play hip hop pretty much every single freaking day, right? Every night, yeah. So it's one of the only places you can go where they get legitimate, ill-dope DJs that yep. are curating a dope sound and, a, and experience an experiencing atmosphere for people like us who love hip hop, like real shout shit. Out,
1: shout out to Night Train, shout out shout to, to DJ Alizé. Shouts to LSA.
3: Favorite guys um, that's been there. And so, you know, we, we've gone, we've been going there for a while, and a few of our friends happen to be like friends with management and all of that kind of stuff. So we tend to go to the dime a lot. And the dime is the type of place that you will run into. You can run into anybody. I've seen Ta-Nehisi Coates there. I've seen Black mm-hmm. Panther there. Um, um I've Lil seen Rel. Little, <laughs> Lil Rel. Little Lil Rel, Liv you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you name
1: it. Um, Marlon Wayans. Carmichael. Uh, oh, my God. I'm Mitch. My guy, Mitch Marchand. I met him at, at the, the dime. dime. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the dime is one oh, of those word. places in L.A. that it's like, it's a dive bar, but like... curve, Yeah. It's not like, there's not a velvet rope. There's no. not a line around the block. No. There's not, like, oh. bottle service. I thought it's it was just, like, box. this
4: exclusive place to, like... Nah, it's, it's, a it's, a di- regular it's a
1: spot. It's a dive bar. Okay. It's a dive bar. It's the size of a box. Got a couple tables right here with the booth (laughs) kind of seating a couple over here. And then there's a DJ
3: booth and the bars right here. And then the bathrooms in the back and that's it. So I'm at the dime. I have to use the bathroom. Of course, the dime is packed. It's a Thursday. Um, There's only two bathrooms in the whole spot. I finally get into the bathroom and I'm not even, I'm not in there for 30 seconds. When I hear somebody banging on the door, like, Yo, hurry the fuck up, man, what the fuck? Get the fuck out. You taking it man long. I was like, yo, I was so tight. I was like, son, I'm, I'm literally gonna have to say something to this person when I walk out. Like, yo, I'm gonna have to say some shit. So I, I, you know, use the bathroom, do my thing and I walk out and without even really looking at the person, I'm like, yo, you good? And I look up and the woman smiles at me and says, yes. And walks right into the bathroom is Tiffany Haddish. Wow, <laughs> she, she was the one banging on the door, yelling at me. I'm like, yo, who? Like, it was some hood rat shit, jerk. That's why I was like, nah, I have to. I got
2: nah, some shit. She this true is crazy. LA though, for real.
3: Nah, she is. And then when I finally came out, she laughed at me because I was like, yo, you good? Because I didn't even know. Like, I just, I was just tight. Yeah. Yo, you good is such an aggressive such yeah, an yeah, aggressive yeah.
0: Response.
3: <laughs> yo, was, she was definitely ready me. for whatever was coming next. She laughed next. at me. She laughed at me. She was like, yeah, I'm good, and walked right into the bathroom. But it was just, I was like, yo, this LA is crazy, fam. Like, I'm being rushed out the bathroom at the dime by Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. That is wild, but shout out to the dime, man. Again, like, shout out to the dime.
1: such a cool place. Such a low-key place, man. Shout out to not my man,
3: Rob, who runs the dime, man. Just- it's, you know what it is, uh,
1: Waz? You know what I figured out? It's, it's on L.A. because it's not pretentious. Right. Almost every other L.A. spot is super pretentious. Especially in a-
3: that part of town, yeah. like specifically. Yeah. Like when you on Fairfax, you near West Hollywood. You know, you're in the mix, you know what I'm saying? And for it to be where it's at and it to like actually service the people that it services, you know, big, big, big respect to the dime. Can't wait yo. for the first dime night after this and is can over.
4: Can I wear uh sneaks in the dime you wear whatever you, you want whatever in there? Uh, they, like the they tried to
3: implement a dress code at one point. Did they I don't know if it was yo. no shorts, it was a fake dress code, Jer, but they quickly the, the got the dime
2: it. would be your spot, but the dime is also like the closest thing to a New York spot. You feel me? So like overall, like it's gonna give you that vibe Ah, where you like It makes sense now. It might take you a it might take you a while to get your drink, but it's gonna be (laughs) joints. There's no dress code. If you just trying to like have a good time and have a quick in and out. The dime is the perfect spot. And John and Vinny's is next door. Uh um, yeah. they got food spots over there. Yeah, like you in the you mix really, when you you're Hollywood shit. That's the best spot, I would honestly yeah. say.
4: Oh wow. I just assumed it was some Hollywood shit. Like it sounds nah. like a place that would be on some Hollywood shit. The so dime. um
2: Chadwick Chadwick Bozeman was uh one of the owners of that. My, like, uh, oh, okay. was he? Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, oh, I heard oh, that
4: sure on Bomani.
3: Bomani said yeah. he when he went there, he was invited by somebody, and the person's like, Yeah, Chadwick Bozeman actually co-owns. Who like, the,
2: the fuck gets get invited to?
3: To the dime,
2: this, this shit ain't no one I mean, no, seriously, <laughs> yeah, though. When no, you don't live
3: here. You have to get
1: invited. Uh, but uh, but I mean,
2: you? I mean, certain <laughs> certain
3: times, It's a bar. What the hell?
2: Well, I'm just saying. I mean, you know how the dime get kind of crazy. It can get crazy where it's like over where that shit Late like over nah, like yes. if it's 11 no. yes. if it's 11 at on Thursday 11:30 it's They yeah, going it to pack gets, that shit out for it sure. It gets
3: nasty in there. It does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so on it, Wednesday, it, did you know that they do stand-up comedy in there? Yes. I've that, been my, there my before. I, I pulled up Mets. I pulled up on a random night, bro, thinking I was going to get a drink, you know what I mean? This is when me and lived in Beverly Hills. I'm like, "All right, cool. You know, I'm going to be able to get my little little drink and then slide Niggas was in there doing a stand up. Doing it. I walked, out. I like backpedaled out of that mic shit. Type of situation. Yeah. <laughs> I backpedaled out of that shit like a uh, fucking hove getting the hove. Oh, it, yeah. get. it
1: was. It was. The, oh, it's open mic. It wasn't yeah, even yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, no. Sometimes like they have real. Com- com- oh, they they, they have real do. Comedians there
3: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I've but been there I've for
1: been just there open straight mic open
2: mic. mics, yeah. and it's like, yo, this is weird, man. <laughs> yo, that's actually the spot I met Jason Madison at. Oh, for real? Yeah, Jason Madison Wait, was in there. Yo, I just
4: assume y'all grew. I assumed y'all grew up together. I assume, I assume uh-huh. you and Mitch grew up together. Day in the diamond is dope. Nah.
2: Yeah, so when I was at, when I was there, Jason Madison was like trying to crack one of the actresses. She was in there. I, I want to say Catwoman, not like one of the one not of Halle the Halle Not Halle Berry. It was a, it was another joint. But <laughs> long story short, he he tried to do some partner player shit. Like, hey, 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 just me being black. He didn't even know uh-huh. it was me. He like, hey, bro. You think you can get a drink? Here's the money. Like, because I already was at the bar. So I'm like, Jason? And he was like, yo, who are you? I'm like, oh, Black Trey. He like, oh, nigga, what up? Yeah, can you still get the drink?
1: Well, <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <It's funny. laughs> yeah, that's after
2: right. that, we we exchanged contacts. So, and that's so, how we got cool.
1: So Trey, because you know Kelly, I met Mitch through Kelly at the dime. Mm. That's, okay. I, I, I'm, and I, by coincidence because you know kelly live in new york shout out to kelly kelly brozell our friend she lives in new york she's gonna be the tour guide for trey i guess <laughs> when things start to open up but i was sitting there and literally i was because it was so packed we were at the last table right by the door when you walk in and i'm sitting there and i look at I turn around literally sitting right next to me I'm like kelly is that mean? I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm in L.A. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, what's up? Da, da. And that's when she introduced me to Mitch. Mitch was Mitch was there. And, you know, obviously he he live in L.A. And so, man, like the it's crazy. And then Mitch was on the it show. Makes sense. And then Mitch was on the show. But that, that, that's the crazy thing about that place is because it is the one cool place in that part of town. And it is a one cool place beyond it being just cool, cool for black people. And I think yeah. that's a very important thing to point out when you talk about the dime. It's cool for black people, and, and they're not gonna fuck with you us. ain't gonna do
2: that at EPLP. Nope. No, 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 no. no they, no, they no, wouldn't no, even no, let Jade no, in. He no, no, white. No, no. <laughs> that nigga Jade had on shorts, bro, and would not take them shits off, nigga. Oh,
3: man. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, if you got... Uh, Jade
2: had a blank got, hat on, bro.
3: EP yo, EPLP, <laughs> Jerv, is a rooftop bar
1: it's open during, it's mostly open during the day. They shut it down and they open back up at night. But it's like, it's a summertime rooftop. We haven't.
3: You're outside. It's 80 yeah. degrees out. How are you going to tell somebody not to wear shorts in there? That's A, a white insane. man. It's A white
2: man <laughs> at that. Yeah, a white man at that. And Jay was like, nah, fuck this place. Like, we out. And like, <laughs> I think, didn't your man get in? Hall, right? He pulled up in shorts because he had the Porsche, right? Well, that's the difference, you know what I'm saying? But that's <laughs> LA. Yeah, that's
3: crazy. But that's yeah. LA. But that's you LA. See how they He's they like, I, I you pull, I pulled up and I valeted my joint, and the shorty was like, "All right, you valeting that? All right, you good? Look, see it's, this it's, shit? it's it's
4: ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They wasn't back to back though, right? Please tell me it was nah. some time. Like they, nah, it wasn't to
2: back to away. back. But you know, <laughs> man. Hey, oh, hey, man. it was Ooh. crazy. It's crazy to see double racism. <laughs> like you know,
1: like, <laughs> I've seen I've seen uh, I've seen the back to back happen in Vegas, Jerv. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> I think, no, I can't remember what player it was, but his NBA player was a rookie. He showed up and like, he had jeans on and like, maybe like <laughs> one, uh one like shred in his jeans and some bands on. And my man at the door said, sorry, I can't let you in. You got like, you, we don't allow tattered clothes and we don't, uh <laughs> we don't, we, that's athletic footwear. And then, like, while he's talking to him, y'all remember Jackson Roman? He he passed away, passed away a couple years. He's a player, but this dude was way bigger. He was like friends with Dan Bilzerian and shit like that. So, like his off the court exploits were much greater. He mm. comes in, and this by the way, This is before like the shredded jeans thing was a thing. Okay, I'm talking about from like mid thigh to like his shin. This is a six nine dude. That shit was all just tattered up and. <laughs> Don't quote me, but I think he had open toes on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs>
1: and my man walked Jesus in Christ. And he stabbed the dude up and kept it moving walking in. And the dude was like, Y'all just let him in, and that's unacceptable. Me and, me and my homie, we were like, buddy, this is this is Vegas, man. They don't give a fuck who you are by the table. No one's gonna have to change their clothes. Yeah, period. That's, period. That's all it is. They just want to know you're gonna spend money that you're not just coming in here to grab a beer by the bar and fucking hang out like a weirdo, uh, but <laughs> yo, man, the, I'm talking about like, motherfuckers were staggered, because the dude was like, there's one tear in your jean here, and we don't allow that, and like, oh, you got to th- dance or athletic wear, and my man, Jackson Froman, RIP, walked in, his shit was all fucked up, man. But man, shout out to Jackson That's Froman. a terrible feeling. Oh my God, that's <laughs> the worst, it's, it's the absolute worst, man. I, I know me and Trey, oh, I don't know if Trey was with me that night, but I, the Jordan policy in, in Scottsdale got me, definitely where the white boys are walking in with cargo shorts and the thong flip-flops.
3: <laughs> but like, I got jeans,
1: a, like a, a Lacoste polo on, and oh, Jay's, there's like Ones also, like not even like fucking some gaudy ass 11s and some shit, I had like, Jay's are nice. The Ones are nice, clean looking shoe.
4: Yeah, nice Ones are definitely a go out type apparel.
3: That's crazy. Yeah, when, when they when they get in, even with the freaking, um, with the Birkenstocks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I am trying to think of what the flip-flops is called. Oh, Lord. Birkenstocks. Lord mercy. Squeaky doors, clogs, sinks, finicky engines. When things break around the house, you take care of it. However, when something's off in the bedroom, you just try not to think about it. Come on, man. What are you waiting for? That's a problem that needs to be fixed, so take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S.-licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, it ships you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash B O M right now, and you'll get $15 off your first month. It's really time to take care of your ED. Remember, get started today. You'll save $15 on your first order of ED treatment. That's getroman.com slash B O M. I love whenever on the weeks we have was racist stuff happens. Was <laughs> I'm gonna give you your your dealer's choice? Do you want to talk Papa John going n-word treatment? They <laughs> going through treatment to stop saying the n-word. Like damn, how often you saying it? Or do you want to talk about the guy who was doing the play-by-play of the Oklahoma State High School Championships <laughs> and called a team that was kneeling a bunch of niggers? And then later on said it was because of his blood sugar.
3: His blood sugar. Um, I definitely want to let's go with Papa John's. Okay. I, I wanna cause because I, I wanna hear um the, the your interpretation of the story. Like, did they put out a statement and say bit like Papa John, the guy that the homie that had to step down because he said the N-word on a conference call, um, he went through treatment and now he can be reinstated as CEO or whatever?
1: Well, hold on, let me. Let me let me pull up the uh, headline. Papa John's founder said he's trying to quote get rid of this n-word unquote in his vocabulary. <laughs> John Schnatter, the founder and former chief executive of Papa John's Pizza, has been trying to quote get rid of this n-word in my vocabulary, end quote ever since he lost his role as the public face of the company for using it more than 2 years ago. Schnatter resigned as Papa John's chairman in July 2018 after an explosive report by Forbes detailed a conference call in which he used the N-word and reflected on his early life in Indiana, where he said people used to drag African-Americans from trucks until they died. Earlier this month, <laughs> Schneider told far-right TV network OAN he was the victim of a targeted coup perpetrated by left-leaning sports and entertainment entrepreneur, business rivals, and board members looking to profit from his den- demise. Quote, I used to lay in bed just going, how did they do this? He said, and we've had three goals in the last 20 months to get rid of this N word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else, because it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. He also suggested that Papa John's board took advantage of his problems, even though he said they knew he wasn't a racist. All the stars are aligned perfectly with one motive, he said, and that is to get rid of me. Schneider later sought to clarify his comments, telling Newside Mediaite in a statement his team members, quote, often discuss our top goals, unquote, including, quote, eliminating the false perceptions of the media. I tried to say, get rid of this N-word in the vocabulary and dictionary of the media and everything else because it's just not true. <laughs> Reflecting my commitment to correct the false and malicious reporting by the news media about the conference calls. He also claimed that he said on the conference call he never used the N-word and had simply been paraphrasing a third party. (laughs) When news of his uh, use of the racist slur broke in 2018, he confirmed that, quote, news reports attributing the use of inappropriate and hurtful language to me during a media training session regarding race are true. He has since called his resignation a mistake, but his face, once omnipresent in Papa John's marketing, was removed from company ads and logos. Yada, 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 NFL uh, Official pizza of the alt-right My <laughs> persona That Okay, alright, so
2: that you get the gist
1: of it Yeah, there. yeah, yeah that's,
2: yeah that's nuts So what yeah. happens with Shaq?
1: Well, Shaq was one of the reasons why they, Shaq got in Right. When this dude, they had this huge Kind of uh, scandal And people were saying, is this like a racist pizza? Mm-hmm. And so they're like, we need a Black investors pretty much and Shaq scooped in and, and invested a bunch of money Smart Papa John's, yeah, which is smart on his part, um, and he doesn't stop fucking reminding people, but but the
2: reason why I brought this up was more so like, how do you unlearn? How to first of all, the reason why I wanted this to be discussed on the show, bro, was because this man said after 20 months, he finally unlearned to stop saying the yeah. n word. That means you must have been saying that shit, fuck.
1: Trey. Trey, bro. you seen how white? You seen how white his teeth were? Oh, that's what I'm saying. nigga! Every
2: every morning, hey. in the <laughs> hey. Hey.
1: make that shit
2: super nigga. Like so, that shit is ridiculous, bro. 20, 20 months, my nigga, to unlearn it. That's crazy. <laughs> that's nah. crazy. I didn't even know twenty months. It was took like a you way to two like...
3: years to like. So the illest the illest shit though is when it, when it all happened. Um, he was like we got to take it back to why he got fired. He was in a racial sensitivity training or (laughs) conference call or whatever. And he was explaining why he doesn't need it because even if, even when you are racist, like Colonel Sanders, he claimed that, he was like, I don't need this course because even if I was super racist, Colonel Sanders used to say the N word all the time and nobody cared. And everybody's like, wait, why are you just like doing this like why are you just saying nigga after nigga after nigga after nigga <laughs> on a conference call about racial sensitivity and one and two why do you think the answer is that people won't care even if you are racist like what is he talking about so that's where we came from with this with this homie and then he comes out and he thinks like <laughs> and, but you know and and, and it's important cuz a lot of people who are watching this don't know who O-A-N, what OAN is OAN is like Fox News on steroids. It's it's like Fox News is too squishy and liberal for OAN. Like OAN is the farthest reaches of right-wing like newsmax right yeah media you know like that's the as right-wing as it gets so obviously papa john was like he felt like he was talking to family you know what i'm saying like so he's speaking open and honestly because he's on oan and that's why he said what he said like yeah you know took me 20 months but i finally figured out how to stop calling black people diggers <laughs> I had to get some teeth whitening done after that,
1: though. It turns out <laughs> like, my dental hygiene. Yo, fell off. so my
2: question for y'all, that's right? <laughs> what word, first of all, what word would take y'all 20 minutes, 20 months to unlearn?
1: Ooh, just... That's easy. Um, I mean, it took a while for me to stop calling things gay, man. Like that's yeah, that's that one of the things you get older. Like, you know, that took a minute. Like, that was a thing, like we were growing up, you know, yeah, like, that's gay or whatever. And and you figured out, like, yo, that's
2: yeah, it's not right, right? Know? I don't right. and I, for it me a, it,
1: it wasn't instant. Like it it took a while, like for me to kind of understand what kind of hurt that word was was putting out there and, and realize that it wasn't cool to use it in any context.
2: So you know what's crazy? I never struggled with none of the shutoff. Like no, maybe just maybe instant. because maybe because it was teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Because you That's have true. to flip that shit mm-hmm. like yep. ASAP. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't go oop, like it's yep. yeah, it's it's you not, you just it. you're cooked. So I don't think it was that hard, but like I was trying to process. I can understand that, you know, saying saying that word and and be like, especially in our culture of like rap. Like you listen yeah. to shit now, you'd be like,
3: damn, like yeah, nah. Some but of they the was letting that shit fly. Say was cats used to say? And a it lot was of and it was used as like and it was used today. and
2: it was used as an action. You know what I'm saying? It Was a verb. Like, they used that right. word as a verb. Like it wasn't even like yo you. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't even like some disrespect. Which it was using like a verb, like yo, the action, like the way you like. Oh man! Right. So like now you look at it, it's like damn, that shit is kind of nasty. And that's the same thing with any other word though, like you look at. Um,
3: for me, it's definitely been the R word. Has definitely been tough. So R word to get rid of the M word. It's, it's been tough for short people. Um. Oh, yo, that
1: that's
2: oh, one M word.
1: Okay, that's a one for real because. In basketball, I don't know if I'm telling on anybody, but that used to be the mental. Well, that, Uh, yeah, that, a mental M word if a guy's not like, he's not a thinker or whatever. But the other thing is, and it's not even derogatory in that way, uh, Trey, any guard that was like 5'11 or shorter, call an M guard. He's the little M guard from Oregon. Right, right, yeah. right, right. That like was just yeah. the parlance. That was just, yeah, that was just the way you describe, oh, it's a little guard. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's, that's how, how you would do it. And so, I mean, I, I'm talking about, like, we use that shit freely. And again, that was one of those ones, like, oh, you can't say that anymore? Oh, man, like. And then like After a while You realize Yeah man Like if that shit Is like super it, w- it would be like If there was a dude Who had great handles And we call The nigger guard You
3: know From, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from he like, You can't
3: do that shit man <laughs> Danny Ferry probably is still Yeah man. shout
2: yeah. out <laughs> to Danny Ferry bro <laughs>
1: it's it's nice. just, That your man Jerv ain't it Jerv he Hey man there's, all, there's always There's always a bad app Out of the bunch yeah. Brother yeah. Like, <laughs> no, no tree is perfect Gerv, Hey Jerv out here blushing
2: Jerv was out here Apologizing <laughs> for my man hey when i think about it would it be would it would it help for us like would it take us 20 20 months to unlearn nigga like for us as casually as we say it that's a that's a hard one because a lot of niggas you know how niggas be like i ain't gonna never eat chicken
4: 20 months
2: think about this niggas be like yo i ain't never giving up chicken so think about a nigga saying i am never stopped saying nigga i'm
0: Nah, because what hard, is it like if you do something for
4: 21 days culture. in a row? We're supposed to be nah, like, fit. That's, that's, that's cap. That's cap. That's cap. All right. Nah. I mean, I never,
2: I never made the 21 days, so I don't hey, know. That's cap. I don't know. That's cap, man. But listen, I think that, I think that'd be a tough one for Black people, just because we say it so much. Right. Yeah,
3: and you know, people have tried so many times the burial of the word. Yeah, I remember that standard. one. And they literally like, tried to bury it. They had a funeral for the word. It's like, I mean, you know. That nigga came back to life, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and on the third day, he rose. The nigga rose. <laughs> yeah.
1: With a black and mild behind his ear. Sick. Yo, so can we talk
3: crazy. about the, the homie where was uh, he in
1: Oklahoma? Oklahoma? Yeah, Oklahoma. Okay. I got that news story up here. So basically this is what happened. He's calling the game for some streaming service so that's the uh, championship game or whatever. and the Norman high school players kneeled during the national anthem. The announcers had hot mics. they didn't realize it and the, the guy said, they are kneeling. fuck them. I hope Norman gets their ass kicked. fucking niggers right so then he comes out with the statement and and folks <laughs> gather yourselves with this one all right i met rowan on thursday march 11 2021 most regrettably made some statements that cannot be taken back during the norman high school girls basketball game against midwest city i made inappropriate and racist comments believing that the microphone was off however let me state immediately there's no excuse such comments should have been uttered okay I'm a family man. Don't know what that has to do with anything. I'm married, have two children, and at one time was a youth pastor. I continue to be a member of a Baptist church. I've not only embarrassed and disappointed myself, I've embarrassed and disappointed my family and friends. And this is where it gets interesting. I will say, though, that I suffer type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. While not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes and I become disoriented. And often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. <laughs> I do not believe I would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. During this time, I was with a colleague and friend, Scott Sepulpa. Scott Sepulpa was not the one that made these comments. It was me and me alone. It's not my desire to shirk my responsibility in this matter. And I certainly do not want Scott Sepulpa <laughs> to share in the blame of this most unfortunate incident. Why do he say his full name? So times? here's
2: the thing, I mean, before we even get into it, I'm going to read off the actual effects of blood sugar emergency. Low blood okay. sugar. Oh, yeah. All right. All Let's right. Some science so, on bond today. All right. Irritability. Okay. Dizziness. Hmm. Lack of coordination. Okay. Inattention or confusion. All right. Shaking or sweating. <laughs> seizure or loss of consciousness. Jeez. All He skipped over all of these, huh? Yeah, hey, but... <laughs> It doesn't niggers. say all people niggers. <laughs> the,
1: the, the last one is nigger. Like if it's really, really severe, like you might double block the symptoms.
2: Yo, that's crazy. But I can only think about Scott's reaction. Cause it's like that's being a like well. a it's like being undercover cops and the cop fucks up and accidentally kills someone on the job. And he's like, That's your shit, not my shit. Don't put me in this. <laughs> you need like, to clean it up and fix it. My-
3: Statement, son. Like, w- w- what are you doing right there with that?
2: Yo, Scott is associated with low blood pressure and nigger for the rest of his life.
4: <laughs> Try to save his man, but he, he shouldn't have, saying his name uh, all, all them times this is not good money.
2: Always oh, Joe but Budden and Fabs oh, oh, were rapped, because that nigga would have been at a punchline already. Dude. Get thrown under the
1: bus like Scott Sapopa. <laughs> 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 Yo, man, he like he said it like full name three times in a row i'm like what you doing bro people didn't know i was there
2: if you don't people eat, eat enough sugar name. they might call people you nigger
3: the- <laughs> hey, that's a bar <laughs> son and the thing is we're
2: having like
3: we're in a in a golden era of weird um like apologies and excuse making because like this is basically i was hacked but like blood sugar version, Next level. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, Myers Leonard said that he, he um oh. didn't know the meaning of the word. Oh yeah, the, the, the slur word. that he used on live. Like he didn't know. Like he, I just didn't know that that was a bad thing to say about Jewish people. I just didn't know what is. It, I was at 14. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he fucking said that. And listen. So I don't know he's if all from, y'all plays from
3: Indiana. Rob, Rob plays knows that uh, word game
2: means. gaming stuff, right? And they say nasty shit all the time, bro. Do they? Remember, is it
3: really prevalent? Oh, it's, oh it's fucking crazy, I
2: bro. Will,
4: I will not play online with a headset or anything because I'm just not like. I heard it, it was
3: it was wild or crazy in the beginning. I was like, yo, you know. And has, has anybody on this call been called called the n word on on? So gaming? listen, yeah. They said,
2: I hope your fucking mother dies, you stupid <laughs> ass bitch. <laughs> you fucking nigger. I was playing Halo the first time online. Bro, I was post- like, I- let me try this game. <laughs> Listen, I'm thinking shit lit, bro. I had a couple kills. It was over, bro, after that. I took that, slammed the head and said, I was hot. Like, I'm like, bro, but I knew it was a little kid. And I'm like.
4: I just want to say some kid yesterday told me to kill myself, but... No <laughs> slur was used, so.
1: <laughs> oh, was yeah, there yeah, we go. That's, here. that's here, bro. a kind of software. to
3: kill himself. Wow, yo, that's crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. These niggas, these niggas be wilding out here, wise? Yo, but- yeah, no, I, it's crazy because like. I basically stopped playing video games right as the online thing online. became like more yeah. prevalent. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never been the online type of cat, you know? So I don't know, but it doesn't surprise me, you know, cause kids are kids are kids. Like if they know they can get a reaction and get you tight by just saying something, they're going to say it, you know, but it's, it's crazy that Myers Leonard is in that mode of a of a gamer, like he games just like the other little white boy. No,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, but there's no, 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 no difference. Insane. You think because he makes ten million dollars and and shoots jump shots? He's a grown He's no different man. from Cody and Tyler and all these motherfuckers oh, men Traverse City and places like that, all across the band Rapids, shit like that. Man, all these motherfuckers because like it's the whole thing is like you're never gonna see any of these people. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's the, but the crazy thing about Myers Leonard is this nigga had that shit streaming on his Twitch, like did you not? Like it wasn't even like someone like oh, this nigga out here wilding. I'm I'm a hit record. Like, you had it streaming, bro. What you
3: doing? What are you doing? And, and, telling his shorty had to call somebody was watching it. It went yeah. viral. Called his shorty like yo, get this fool off of that game right now, cause he's wilding. And you sure he had to come save you, fucking nerd. <laughs>
2: hey, <laughs> but the crazy thing about it, thank God for Black Twitter, right? Because all that shit about not taking a knee, all that shit standing during the anthem came back to bite him in his ass. Like, and like, I didn't, nobody came to his, I was happy that Jimmy Butler didn't slide his fucking Woody from Toy Story ass and say he's a good guy. <laughs> like, it it was great just to leave him out there to dry because that shit was inexcusable. That man. That's,
3: yeah, and that's what it should be. Your, t- your yeah. teammates ain't got to save you, especially. And like, here's the thing, Trey. Like, I'm not putting my black ass on the line Cause you said some anti-Semitic shit. You couldn't dude. even kneel, nigga. Like, <laughs> no, you, you want me, me to come out here and get in front <laughs> no. of the cameras and say he's a good guy? Are you on, shitting man. me? Nah, no, no, works. no, 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 no. And in South Florida, I don't think a lot of people realize this. There's a huge Jewish population in South Florida. Yeah, massive. Like, it's very populated by Jewish people. You know what I'm saying? Like, the team is is um owned Freaking by reported. is owned by Mickey Arison is while wow, Jewish. Because like Nando was saying the other day, like the Canes um are like the team of the Cubans over there, right? Like they yeah. love the, the Cubans love the Canes. Right. Um, and I guess everybody fucks with the Dolphins, but the Canes is like the thing that the Cubans do. Right. The heat is what the Jewish people in Miami do. Like yeah. that's their thing, is the yeah. heat. So it's like, nah, son, I'm not, I'm not aligning myself with you against our a huge portion of our customer base and the freaking owner of the team? Are you kidding me? Nah, you're going to have to eat that on your own. That being said, people want Miles Leonard to get fired from the NBA forever. I mean, that's seems like a bit much, too.
1: I mean, like, it, 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 it really comes down to, look, man, if, you, if we're going to be honest, banishing this dude forever ain't going to fix anything. Like, nah. you might feel good. Uh, He's going to get all his money. Exactly. So what's the difference? So if you want, you make him do shit, man. You make him devote himself to causes that actually impact change. You know, Tim Hardaway Sr. went through this when he was using homophobic language in a radio interview talking about how he wouldn't be welcoming him, a gay teammate in the locker room. It destroyed his life, but the dude worked and, and you know, volunteered and is now like a big advocate for LGBTQ rights. And he's a better person and he's made more positive change as a result. And that's- Do his great. ass just
2: like they did to Sean Jackson. Fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> on god yeah.
1: for sure yeah for sure much.
2: go ahead um, donate that bread didn't come out here and learn yep yep exactly <laughs> and then de- 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 dedicate every game for the rest of your fucking career go well, for that, it that ain't,
1: that ain't gonna be much though, be
2: much, though. <laughs> uh, he barely can stay on the floor now
1: yeah real quick let's get the snowfall here uh <sighs> man i like I, okay, I saw you two talking, you Jerv and Trey talking in the chat when y'all had seen it. I hadn't seen it yet.
2: I am oh. to the today. That was Mari and, then, and, and Jerv. Oh, that was Mari
1: and Jerv. And then I watched the episode, and y'all talking about the end, right? Is that what you're talking about? Jerv? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of messed up. So for you know, spoiler alert. Obviously, if you don't watch Snowfall, you should watch it. Uh, but basically, what happened was uh, my man uh, Stacy from the Wood, whose name, uh, what's, what's his name? scully 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 uh he's alive and he's very angry (laughs) and so he went and he shot up uh leon and his people when they were just trying to get some tacos or whatever uh and don't have anything to do with it and leon obviously doesn't have anything to do because he distanced himself from from uh franklin so leon and them they hired a, a private investigator who finds out where Scully goes when he leaves the Bottoms? Because the Bottoms are much like the Carter; it's a fortress. You go try to go in there, you will die. So the only way you can get him is if he's out of the Bottoms, and the private investigator finds the only place that the guy goes regularly is to his grandma's house, which they believe might be also the uh, the money house, right? And so they stake it out, and while they're waiting for him to show up, Carr pulls up with some of Scully's homeboys and the the moment of recognition happens and guns are drawn and everybody starts to let loose and leon gets out the car and lights up the car one more time and when he does he realizes in the back seat of that car was scully's baby mama and scully's seven-year-old daughter the one that was he was doing her hair uh last season right
2: um Yo, that's that's real shit right there, though. I mean, yeah, obviously yeah, y'all was y'all was tapping in on the sadness. I seen that shit happen way too many times, bro. That's like, crazy, man. That shootout shit, because that's that that motherfuckers was really dying like that. And then obviously the association of the little girl dying, I, my neighbor got shot like that. She just outside, just chilling. She survived it, but it was just fucked up because she was fucking like nine nine years yeah. old. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how the streets was. So obviously you know the gangster rule obviously is no woman no kids like scarface right. i don't know why niggas take that template and be like i told you man no scar no kids you know, you know woman no kids I'm, you know what i mean fuck it all yeah. up and then leon you know in his situation he peeped like fuck he about to go finish yeah. the job you know what i'm saying he like i don't go fuck about the, the the uh the woman but the fact that the uh the, the kid got killed that shit Fucked it yeah. all up Because he was like I ain't signed up for that
1: I kind of You know what Like this is gonna sound fucked up I kind of blame the driver man
2: Yeah it was all No it was always on the driver But that's like, any it, Any nigga that's Brass out of that You know what I'm saying yeah. Cause like that's the same thing What happened You know God rest my man soul. uh, You know um, My man Trey His name was Trey too mm. He gave a nigga a pass Because mm. uh, He knew his Like he went to school With his cousin like, oh, mm. she like don't kill my cousin. He like, all right. Mm. He was at the light with the other homie, and the other homie just happened to like be sitting back in his chair, and a dude missed him and shot the homie in his head, and his brains fell in the homie lap. Mm. Oh man! And it was like, fuck. But think about that. If he didn't give him that pass, and he did that first, right? And yeah, so, it so it's like, a,
1: it's like uh, Carlito's way. Yeah. If yep. you kill yeah. Benny Blanco, that shit is over with. Should have killed me yeah, Blanco. Makes he makes the train ride.
2: Yeah, because you're trying to be a good person or you're trying to have logic. So I'm pretty sure Leon is going to have some consequences in a situation, but it just sucks. But I had made some notes before before we Um, The funny thing about the hospital, that's real shit. So that's Martin Luther King Hospital in Watts Uh on the borderline of Compton and Watts on Wimbledon. It's by King Drew, where they play at the Drew League. Right. And in that hospital... Sometimes they're gonna arrive early, sometimes they're gonna arrive late to pick you up. Mm-hmm. But it w- at one point in time in the 90s, was the number one hospital in the world for saving fucking gun for gunshot wounds. Really? Yes. Oh, word. But after they fix you up, your ass is out of there. Right. So when they said, yo, she gotta go, she, and yeah. they're gonna put her back on the streets. Talk about Wanda. That, was the, that was the thing That's a real life fucking thing Like they have some of the best surgeons Bro I, my homie car got shot Fucking 45 times bro Jeez. He got hit in a rib And he got hit in a fucking opposite arm Which was crazy how, how Leon and him were shooting yeah. That's how yeah. they shot his car he was going to UPS to work And just they just shot his car They were trying to get him
1: he, or, or was
2: it No, nah, they just was shooting They just oh, like yeah. oh in the neighborhood anybody out They shot right, him right. he was getting ready to go on a late night shift To UPS at midnight Right and they like, damn, I'm hearing like, "Yo, Marcus got shot." I'm crying. This nigga called me like, "Hey, I'm at the hospital. You ain't gonna come see me?" I'm like, "What, nigga? <laughs> god alive. was with you, yeah. nigga." Your whole listen. He, you know how you lease a car, you you paying for the monthly. Then right. the car was done, sprayed up like Denzel and the Russians, bro. Damn. And the fact and that he only got hit twice, I was like, "Oh my god." Niggas got the worst aim ever ever nigga like 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 how 50 the professional leg shooters
4: (laughs) yo that's that's why that's why i really fool with this show Oh, oh it's so authentic it's super it's super authentic like most most shows like this 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 i mean there's always gonna be moments where you're just like come on man like keep it real but with this like and even like like we were saying with like all these things like for me growing up like what early, I grew up in the 80s, but I'm a 90, you know, I mean, I'm not born in the 80s, but, mm-hmm. but the 90s is really where I like was influenced by things. But I saw the effects or whatever. Naturally, it was a little different you depending on, you know, region or whatever, how things mm-hmm. interacted. But you definitely saw these things. And, you know, I, I have a strong interest in watching these type shows like because I'm attracted to that that genre, like, because that's what we grew you know, that's how I grew yeah. up. Not, you know, not like that, but you know, like I saw it. So it's dope. But when you see like the certain things happen, like with the kid or like anything that's just like, wild, It's always that reminder, like, damn, you know, of the different things it's like, damn, like it really wasn't like, it, this is why it was not dope. You know what I mean? This is why, like, this was the bad side that, that, you know, and they really do a good job of like highlighting highlighting that stuff because even with the even with him selling this stuff like nobody he doesn't really seem to care he got over the hump of they all got over the hump of seeing what it was doing to everybody right yeah. like all right cool like my man's trying to expand trying to do all this stuff he doesn't care but you know when you see like the kid and and just like the innocent people because i think well, even,
1: the,
4: even the, Lee- the, the, the the dude died like the the snow cone dude died
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Nah, that, but got, that was got, the thing. Died. You always my got man. Innocent. The scary ass kid from the neighborhood who wanted to be down. Mm-hmm. Oh died. yeah, I forgot about dude. Yeah, he died. Yeah. Uh, and even like you know, you you're talking about them getting over the hump of, of that stuff. Jer. Leon still feels terrible. Like every time you see Wanda. Yeah. Like that shit hurts. Wanda's his, death. He, she's a reminder. Yep. What's well, like, It's
2: it's survivor's guilt
1: too. Yeah. It's like nigga. I mean, I'm still so it's in a little this bit shit. more than. It's so a little bit more than survivor's guilt. Nigga, it's
2: well, yeah. my fault. You like yeah, that. Yeah, it's my <laughs> fault. Yeah, you like that. I'll put you on that. And he so truly, and he
4: like truly loved her. Like that mm-hmm. was like, you know what I mean? Like Wanda yeah. was his girl.
2: Hey, well, I know you cracked up when niggas was talking about Beverly Hills, how cop, and how bunk it was. Yeah, banana the bananas and tailpipe.
1: Nigga, try to put a banana in my pill see what the fuck happened. Whatever what, what my mm. man say. My man, uh Scully. Hold on. I, let me see. I had I had a note because it was fucking uh, Oh, shit. Yo, the
4: have they, they haven't promoted this oh, as the last season. Right. Man, but happened, it might be. Does, doesn't this feel like the last season?
2: I mean, it's very it's getting it's getting it's getting to that point, bro, where where shit is getting really, really, really active. Jerva, I can't hear you.
4: Oh, uh, my bad. I was saying uh, like, unless they do one of those half.
2: Okay. You know how to do the
4: half jones, and then they take a couple months off, and then. Well, I think, they had, that, already, I think they had already. I think
2: they had already kind of paused that shit because you know uh, John Singleton, and then I think they just hit the writers' room and just kind of, you know, tried to get savvy with it, which I think they're doing. Are you still on the power end on it? I think they're doing great. Who you didn't you say? Did you say
1: no? No, I, I, the, 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 I thought the whole like i'm gonna get them over here then i'm gonna get them yeah. over here then i thought that was kind of corny but it like it's now it's it's gotten back on track
2: it's, yeah it's starting to make it's sense
1: got, it's gotten back on track and, and the idea is that like i think it would have been better if he had just like if he had just like picked man boy straight mm-hmm. up man boy tried to make a hit on scully and then they 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 fail and then scully just figured yo y- y'all are all down or, or suspect on his own i thought the whole like ambush shit was just too fucking corny but everything after what's happening now where you see the violence escalating babies are getting shot snow cone niggas again shot like I, I think, his think that's hitman's cool. snow cone niggas is funny. not his hitman but his oh, driver's like i'm good the, the like, protector, I can't yeah oh, my man yeah. alert yeah, Lerp said, "Fuck, I, like I didn't sign up for this shit." Which is wild because you think this nigga was like a stone cold killer, but he's like, "Yeah, over there, I'm not gonna do this shit here in my neighborhood." Right, um, Unk looked like he' about to tap out. Unk been
4: wanting to tap out, bro. He like just, I, he, saying, just, he just want to run his what was it? It's a it's a car short, a speaker store. Rimshore,
0: man, a speaker story? Man, yeah,
1: nigga, keep talking about that speaker store. Niggas get so upset when he talks about it. I nigga say, I just want to run my speaker
0: store. Hey man, yeah. man, man,
1: man <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the moment I knew Uncle was out, it was. It was the first episode when uh, Leon said, Who go Who when you was, you know, was laid up? I protect you either. Who you think was gonna protect you, But Jerome with his fucking speakers? <laughs> he said that shit. And I saw the look like Jerome. I thought, Oh, Jerome about to kick your ass. But I saw the look at Jerome's eyes. Then his Nick feelings was hurt. hurt. Man. man, it's like this speaker stuff means a lot to me. Like I, I, I <laughs> that shit was heartbreaking for him. So, nah, man, it, it's crazy because. You see, the you know Jerome don't want to really do this shit no more. Lerp is out. Fucking Leon don't want to do it with him with Franklin. Manboy clearly that's the thing about Manboy. Like yo, this nigga's so sheisty, man. He's so like you can't you know you can't trust this nigga. Fucking Manboy probably kill ends you. up killing him or something. Yeah, pro- uh, something so- some terrible is gonna happen with Manboy. Uh, Scully wants to kill you. The, the police are after you. This reporter is after you. Your dad don't really approve about what you're doing. And your answer to all of this is to tell Teddy that we're going to expand. And so keep the coke coming in.
4: I mean, he was trying to, he's trying to get away from, I, I, I got to give him a benefit of the doubt. I think that what he's trying to do is get it popping down there so he can leave. Right. Exit,
1: but man. Uh, but there's yeah, no Exit. Going-
4: but at, in Go his defense ahead. at this point in time in, in like life, all the movies aren't out yet where we where we learn that there's no exit strategy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I
1: don't, I don't think Scarface hit the
4: scene yet. You know, now, Scarface mean? had been
1: out. Scarface came out 83, but yeah, no, that's true. It probably it was no uh new Jack City to like, hey man, by yeah. the way, Nino Brown gets caught by, caught in the air in this shit. Nah man. Carlito's way didn't hit it yet. No, Carlito's way hadn't happened yet fellas hadn't happened yet, I don't think. Nope. So, yeah, man, like, it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. The nigga really was a trailblazer, or is it in the show? He's a trailblazer, so it's hard. But um, what do y'all think is going to happen with this reporter? You think she's going to get to the bottom of it?
2: She going she gonna, to she gonna find out and out somebody, but I think at the end of the day, I think Franklin makes it out of this shit, but he going to have to become like a snitch or something yeah it I, always I think Fra- all, I think, all I think, drug shows end up happening that way though where niggas is like i
1: think frank franklin's doing 25 to life or some shit like that man they're gonna throw you think he finally party. gonna go down he's gonna go down teddy ain't gonna do shit for him like it's, it's gonna be dirty he's frank oh, Teddy's gonna definitely done not gonna t- Teddy's yeah. definitely de- I don't even know dude frank- like, Franklin's <laughs> gonna get dude, done dude. dirty Franklin's gonna get done dirty and he's and it's not because he's gonna get shot or killed
4: see i don't it's think the reporter's be- gonna be the one though I think she no. ends up getting she's she just had the the this the, the, the CIA dude in her like in her crib yeah. like, so clearly clearly you know she's not hip
1: on to how secure everything needs oh, to oh no be. she's still yeah she's still yeah, somebody's she's gonna still, kill her. It's still too early for well it, you know the yeah that's true. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like somebody's gonna kill
4: her. Frankly, I mean Teddy is gonna get arrested but it ain't going to be because
1: of like the local. No, and I won't because, <laughs> but I think, I think ultimately Franklin's going to get got and the only person who can save him is Teddy and they're going to be like, what, CIA cocaine? No, there's this nigga over here. He did it. Like He did the whole thing by himself. And, and you know, no one's going to believe him when he says this, that, or the other. Thanks again to Black Trey, Big Jer, Big Waz, Rob Lopez on production. Thank you, the listeners. And of course, thank you, the Patreons. And if you're not a Patreon, patreon.com slash Uh, We'll be back next week. Remember, download that stereo app. Follow Black Trey. He's going on tonight, Tuesday. Don't miss it. It's great. It's live entertainment. You get to enter your questions. We hear your voice. Say the questions. Trey will read it out and we'll play it out and then answer them along with his co-host. So until then, stay black and all Yo, hey, Rob. Yo, I mean. What's the biggest complaint I always have whenever we record these podcasts?
4: Besides Jerv being too sleepy, um, I think it's you forget to name a couple of things. You always want to talk about some extra stuff.
1: Oh man, it's the worst feeling in the world. When we get done and we say, cut, and I'm sending the files to Rob, and I say, shit, I forgot we were gonna talk about this topic or that topic. Well, guess what? we're not going to have those problems anymore if you go ahead and download the stereo app that's right go to stereo.com slash darth amin and make sure you are linked and subscribe to us and we're going to talk about all of the different things that i always forget about this is a great app every time you guys are listening to this pod you say oh I wish I could chime in, but you're listening to a pod. You can never chime in. It's pre-recorded. Guess what? With stereo, you're able to have your voice heard. You can ask real-time questions about either the pod episode we recorded or whatever we're talking about at the time. It's great. It's a forum for you to listen to your favorite podcasters. That'll be me and art yours truly, all at the Count the Things Network. And we're gonna be out here. We're gonna do this regularly multiple times a week, just hop on Stereo, download the app, subscribe, follow Darth Mean. follow Talk Hoops, follow Trayvon, follow Big Waz, all of us, you know who we are. You search for us on the Stereo app, you will find us and subscribe to us and be a part of these conversations real time. Have the ability to ask the questions that you want to ask. Stop us when we're on some bullshit as we are frequently. And of course, catch some content that goes above and beyond what you listen to in the podcast you already love. Again, that is the Stereo app. and You can follow me, Stereo.com slash DarthAmeen. You can look up everybody else by their handles. Their handles are all the same as what we have on social media. You can join us multiple times a week. I love Stereo. I'm on the app talking all the time follow me and get notified every time I go live.